Star Wars 7x7 episode 2349 today. So, Grogu has reached out with the Force to try to connect with other Jedi somewhere in the galaxy, but who is actually out there to answer the call? A couple of potential answers to that on today's episode. Punch it. Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy, and thank you so much for joining me for it. So, at the end of Season 2, Episode 6 of The Mandalorian, The Tragedy, Chapter 14, Grogu has fallen into the hands of the Empire, but before that happened, he was able to use the Seeing Stone to possibly send out some sort of communication to the galaxy at large, some sort of ripple through the Force that may or may not be responded to by other Force-wielding people throughout the galaxy. But who is actually available to answer the call? Seeing as how the time period is 10 ABY for this series, or at least this season of the series, that is six years after the events of Return of the Jedi, obviously Luke Skywalker is the biggest name kicking around the galaxy right now for a possibility. The question is, would they even go there? Would the creators actually go there? We have no idea what Luke is doing at this time other than seemingly doing research into the history of the Jedi, at least that's the belief, because it's going to be about five years before he takes... Kylo Ren, a.k.a. Ben Solo, a way to bring him into training. So, yeah, there are certainly things that he could be up to right now that, you know, maybe he would respond. But, again, he's not the only one, and, you know, there are logistical issues around that. Like, first of all, this isn't a Skywalker saga story with the Mandalorian, and so it seems like bringing a Skywalker into it would kind of you know, uh, you know, it would kind of subvert the whole purpose of The Mandalorian, which is to open up this new era of storytelling. And that, of course, is its own thing, considering that we're bringing in Clone Wars stuff and Rebels stuff. But, you know, be that as it may, it's not Skywalker saga stuff. So it seems like they wouldn't go to Luke. So who else is there? The other answers that jump out would be Cal Kestis and Seer Junda, who are from the Jedi Fallen Order video game. Now, granted, we don't know anything about them in the post-Jedi Fallen Order time period, so who knows, you know, a lot could have happened in the interim, and yeah, maybe they aren't around anymore, but it's certainly a possibility, and they certainly could go into unknown territory, if you will. I mean, there was a list of Jedi who survived the Order 66 purge, and Darth Vader was going on a rampage to try to catch them all and kill them all, and he did not succeed with everyone. There were some that still survived, and there were Force-sensitive children that they were trying to hunt down that probably survived as well. In fact, one of the things that happened in Jedi Fallen Order was that there was a list of Force-sensitive children that the Empire was after, and that uh, Seer and Cal were trying to acquire as well. But for anyone on that list, or anyone who might have come afterward, I mean, that's just theorizing into the dark, basically. But it would kind of be cool for it to be an unknown person because that expands the universe a bit more and gives us access to more storytelling opportunities as opposed to connecting this in another way with stories that already exist, which is something that is a very big possibility with one other character we haven't discussed yet, and that's Ezra Bridger, whose status is still currently unknown. And when Ahsoka Tano faces down the Magister, 
Magistrate in the previous episode of The Mandalorian, the Jedi, and asks about the whereabouts of Grand Admiral Thrawn. Obviously, Ezra is not mentioned in that conversation, but that doesn't mean that Ezra isn't with Thrawn or that Thrawn wouldn't have some information about Ezra's whereabouts or something like that. That is still a great mystery that remains to be solved. And, and there is one other factor that kind of complicates <laughs> that particular situation, which I will discuss in just a second here. Before I do, I just want to give a quick shout out to toysfortots.org as I have been doing over the past few episodes. And just a quick reminder that they are doing beautiful work in this world to help bring a little magic to children in need in the United States. Getting toys to families and children that may not be able to get them on their own this holiday season. toysfortots.org and you can donate there at the national level or support any number of local organizations working with Toys for Tots, they are serving 800 communities in the United States, the District of Columbia, Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands last year, and their work goes on this year as well. Once again, that is toysfortots.org if you are able to help create a little magic in other people's lives this holiday season. So the complicating factor about it being Ezra, if it turns out to be Ezra, which I don't think it will be, but you know, the whole finale of Rebels with Ezra and Thrawn disappearing into the great blue yonder, we don't have that resolved. And if Ezra just shows up, then suddenly it's resolved, right? So there seems to be a storytelling opportunity, and there have been rumors kicking around about an Ezra-Thrawn series, but if you just have Ezra show up, then suddenly that series becomes like, oh, well, we'll just tell you the story of what happened, but you already know what happened, and so suddenly it becomes, you know, a little less compelling in that regard. And Dave Filoni said something kind of interesting in the post-Ahsoka Tano episode interviews about The Mandalorian and about the finale of Rebels and pointed out that it's not necessarily made clear when the epilogue takes place. When Ahsoka shows up to get Sabine and for them to say it's time to go after Ezra and... Yeah, I think we've all been under the presumption that that situation happens not long after the events of Return of the Jedi, or at the very least, like, you know, maybe five ABY after the Battle of Jakku. So it's not a long time. But according to Dave Filoni, maybe, just maybe, that's not the case. And he kind of laid the groundwork for the possibility that the scene that we see, or this episode of The Mandalorian, The Jedi, where... She, uh, where Ahsoka Tano corners the magistrate and asks about Thrawn's whereabouts. Basically, Filoni opened the door to the possibility that that happens before the epilogue of Star Wars Rebels, where Ahsoka comes to get Sabine. So that definitely creates a different kind of storytelling possibility if that's the case, and also does seem to argue for Ezra Bridger not being the Jedi who shows up on the scene in response to Grogu's connecting through the Seeing Stone. And that is where we are going to leave things for this episode of the show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7 by 7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars 7 by 7 We hope you love it.